This is a Baby Brunch podcast. I get to have special chats with moms. And I'm not always in the studio. I get to choose because I'm a Jacaranda FM. And I invite people into my studio and we have long, we have long chats before we actually start our podcasts. And I really enjoyed yours because you have a third baby now. You have a main business and then you've just returned back to this main business after, after maternity leave. And then you have your project, your, your passion project where you, can, where you can give back and help others. I quickly want to talk about your pregnancy. Talk about your last one because now you've got two children and then you were pregnant recently and had your baby three months ago. Yes, so Mackenzie Joy was born on the 1st of August and um, I had quite a rough pregnancy. It wasn't an easy one, but I love being a mom of three kids. I absolutely mm. just, it's just such a joy to What's, what's to a rough a pregnancy to you? 16 weeks of hyperemesis, which is that time when you just are nauseous and vomit for 16 weeks. Um, and then at the end, from about 28, 26 weeks, I had um, SIJ pain, which is a pain in the back of your back. Yeah. And I couldn't walk properly for about 10 weeks. I was limping. How do you get rid of the pain? You go to physio once a week and just try and um, rest Easy. as much as you can. Yeah. But it's quite hard to rest with two mm. older children. So um, the pain the pain really got to be at the end. And that nausea can also affect you. Um, it can affect your you know, everyday life because it's mm. very difficult to walk around with nausea for for a long Period amount of, of time. time. Yeah. Did you have the same symptoms with the other two? The first pregnancy was very easy. Right. Erin was textbook pregnancy. Um, it was great. Sienna, I had very bad hypermesis. Um, not as bad as Mackenzie. I, I, for me personally, every time I was pregnant, it was harder than the previous time. But we forget, hey? You do forget. And then so you do quickly. it again. And but it's worth it, hey? So worth so it. So worth it. Yeah. Do you love being a mom? Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Are. That's just, uh, I absolutely love being a mom. The reason I ask is because it seems like it comes easily for you. You know, like we, we were talking about the, the, the harder times earlier and and it wasn't recorded. We were just talking about how, you know, we ha- all have a school run to do. Mm-hmm. Last night I was washing my, my children's toys and my neighbor shouted, switch your light off. And I was like... But I'm washing toys. <laughs> How could you be so inconsiderate? I'm I'm washing my children's toys, you know. We all have like the real stuff and mm. then and then there's the other things, you know, like the, the stuff that you wish for for your children, the stuff that you wish for yourself. How did giving back come about? Is it something that you were good at? Before your children, how did it how did it come about that you started giving? Let's let's start there because yes. I mean I know about the organization that you run, but yes. Where, where does your love for giving come from? So I was um, raised in a home. My parents always gave back to the community that we lived in. We lived, we, I was raised in a small community in the Free State. And my parents were always those people that would do, um, like they were part of Round Table and they would do um, SPCA collections for mm-hmm. animals and children's homes, Christmas parties. And that's the home I grew up in. Um, and then once Erin was born... I realized, okay, wait, this child's outgrowing all these stuff really quickly and I have all this sort of excess. What do I do with it? Mm. And that's where my passion to give back to other moms started. But also being a mom myself, I realized, listen, this is an absolute blessing mm. to be a mother, but it is really hard. It is hard to be a mom. Nobody, Nobody's denying that. Mm. Like We're always juggling, you know, whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mm. mom, it's, it's hard to juggle um, children and life. And then I just thought there are so many underprivileged people in this country that 
don't have anything after they have a baby, surely the people who have extra can give back. And that's how it actually started. And it started really, really small, like sort of in the boot of my car. I was collecting things in our little flat. And um, I remember we had a two-bedroom apartment and Erin's cot was there. And then everything for the Grace Factory was sort of in the side of her bedroom, you know. And that's how we started. And it appealed to other moms because moms are looking for a way to give back. Mm. And I think as South Africans, you know, there's a lot wrong with our country, but we, we... South Africans have a spirit of helping each other, most of them, the majority. And we need to look at the good, you know, in people and highlight that. And people are so willing to help. Whenever we ask people to help, they like just come to the party tenfold, you know, and then it just grew from there. So, yeah. When I read about the Grace Factory, I thought, what a beautiful name. I thought that sounds graceful and it sounds like something that I would want to be part of, you know. I love how you say when you started giving, people would give in abundance. And I see that with my mommy group as well. I mean, apart from the fact that we have our branches and everything, I'm on an ordinary mommy group with 20 mm. moms and we talk about fever and sleepless nights. And 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 when there's an opportunity to give, they, they do the same. Mm. Tell me about the Grace Factory. So, so first of all, where are you based mm. and, and what do you do? So um, currently we have two branches, two big branches, and then we call the Cape Town like a depot. So Johannesburg is run by Sarah, Sarah Buertis, and she has, uh, we've just recently, we always used to run the Grace Factory out of our houses, mm. and we've actually realized we, we need storage facilities. So we've just rented a tiny little storage facility in Rosebank, which has been amazing for us because that's where we can keep all our stuff and call that our home you know and then Eloise um, runs the Vol Triangle and we have a big branch in the Vol Triangle that is where I grew up and I think that the need is is huge there Um, and the the people are very very willing to help Mm -hmm. in in the Vol Triangle we have a very good volunteer base there and then in Cape Town we have a tiny um, hub run by Liani and she actually also runs it from her house so Mm -hmm. Mainly from people's houses, but we've just got the storage facility in Rosebank. What What do you do? So, if oh. you say that you you give to to moms or to parents that really need things for their babies, what do you do? So we um, we use social media to get the word out there. Um, and what we do is we start off collecting things that go into our maternity packs. We've mainly focused on maternity packs. We also help children's home with sec- children's homes with second-hand items such as um, cots and if we get ex- excess like toys and things that don't actually go into the maternity packs, mm-hmm. but it's for babies, then we'll give to children's homes. And we also do clothing packs. But our main objective is maternity packs. And in our maternity packs, we do 20 nappies, aqueous cream, bum cream, um, a blanket, uh, we try and do a face cloth and an outfit, maternity pads and breast pads. So we collect the, the items and then we do what we call packing days. So these are good for corporates to get involved. We will we'll say, we'll come to your office, we'll do 200 packs nice. and we will pack as a team. And it, it's, a, it's a little bit of team building as well. So we'll pack 200 packs and then we keep those 200 packs and two weeks later or three weeks later, we'll go to the hospitals, the government hospital, um, Johannesburg mainly focuses on Charlotte McLeckley Hospital. So we'll go there and then we'll actually physically give it to the moms who have given birth to their babies. amazing. So you're giving this to a mommy who's just given birth. She probably hasn't 
made provision for for anything and you you basically mm. help her get started Yes, so we we go and we've we've created a relationship also with the hospitals that we support in the different regions, and then we will physically give the pack to the the mom who's just had her baby, mm-hmm. and many of the time, many times, you know, sometimes sometimes a mom might have. She was pregnant with twins and she didn't know she sure. was pregnant with twins. She was yeah. only expecting one, one child. baby. And then we always give, if it's twins, we give two packs. If it's triplets, we give three packs. And the feedback we've received in the hospitals has been overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, um, it's just such a joy to give back. You know, I, I always say to my kids, it's better to give than to receive. And oh. I'm, I'm really hoping that eventually will. it will sink in. Oh, they will. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep preaching, Mom. They, no, they will. I, I, I believe that. How can we get involved? I mean, I, I hear how you have a depot. And I mean, this is all small scale. Uh, to give you an idea, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sitting in a studio with an ordinary mom who's doing a school run in, uh, what, an hour? When do you need to be out of here? Yeah, in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> And for a living, she sells birdseed. That is her gig. <laughs> Sorry, I had to mention it somewhere. For a living, that's what she does. And what's awesome is is that this young woman from Sasselburg decided to, to give back, and it's in the form of Grace Factory. And I'm so inspired because it just shows that any of us can start something mm. that helps people, you know. It doesn't have to be mm. on a big scale that runs from a factory, you know. No, you, I just feel like, you know, uh, you anybody can can help anybody else, yeah. and if you think that it's, oh, but it's only going to make a small difference, mm-hmm. and you know it's not going to, it doesn't need to be big. If if yeah. every South Africa South African can just do a small difference, we can all help mm-hmm. each other, you know. And I did start this very small one, and I always say to people, they say, you know, what 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 do you have to say to other people who who feel like they want to start a charity? And I say, well, I had no experience in the MPO space. I'm an accountant by trade and I just started it. And if, if you if your intentions are good and your mm-hmm. heart is in the right place, then I think other people will see that and they'll want to help. And it's not only me that runs the Grace Factory. It's every volunteer that's ever helped us. Mm-hmm. You know, without volunteers and without willing South Africans, you can't do anything. And we've even had people from overseas, you know, collect money on these platforms that you give money mm-hmm. and and we even have somebody from texas who's given us money so i think um that spirit of helping your fellow um your fellow south african has just been amazing because it's not it's not actually me doing it it's all the volunteers doing it. Yeah. yeah how do we become a volunteer so you can contact us on our social media pages. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. We also have a website. And um, the email address is info at thegracefactory.co.za. And you can just say, um, we always post there, next packing day, call it right. 10th of December. Um, please contact us or send us a direct message if you'd like to be involved. Because we prefer not to just put the the you know venue out yeah. there um so we'll just then send you uh some details yeah email and, and if we want to contribute because now there's a mm. mom listening and she's got two baby grows mm, mm. must she send or must we rather not no no please send and, and, and <laughs> anything anything right. will help so on our website we have what we call drop-off points so okay. uh, the drop-off points are ordinarily like a school you go look for which um, daycare schools in your area and go drop it off there when the when the when they've got enough like the we call it the bin is full, but it's not really a bin. It's when they've got enough to, for us to fit in our car. Then 
Sarah or Eloise will go and collect it and then we keep it for the next packing day. Oh. Yeah. Have you met any of the babies that you've given Grace mm. to? Um, so I think oh, it was about six months ago, um, we got feedback from one of the moms that actually contacted us and said, my child is now two years old. Wow. And I remember you guys and you gave a pack when my child was born. I've got goosebumps now. Um, so we, we do often get that feedback from moms. And when we actually go to the hospitals, we see the babies. And um, yeah, so we it's 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 very special. And I mean, you know, that, that time when a mother's just had a baby, it's mm-hmm. one of the most special yet frightening moments of your life because you don't know what to expect you know Mm. um so we meet these women and we try and give them hope actually we try and give them hope and just tell them there's people out there that care about you and here's Mm. a little gift and um often we get asked you know how much does the pack cost or you know what and we say no it's it's just for free and the moms are completely blown away Yeah. yeah yeah and unfortunately we've also seen the hard side of doing the grace factory where we get to the hospital and then um the baby there are babies that are abandoned that don't have anything and then we give them a pack and we make sure that they are dressed and that they have a blankie and that they have have something and we we give them hope as well i mm. very hard that mm. Mm. very very hard yeah so we you know, we hope that the difference we make, the small difference we make, can um, can help not only the moms but also the babies that um, they don't have anything. Yeah. In this time where we show people the spirit of giving through so much that's happening in the world, there's good news, bad news. There's abandoned babies. There's mommies who can't take their babies home mm. what what's the one bit of hope and encouragement you want to give to people listening to this podcast i know that we have an audience all around africa mm. uh, shalom israel we've got people in israel listening we've got people in south africa listening mm. what do you want to say during the special special time where everyone is celebrating some form of holiday and they have the urge, or perhaps after listening about the Grace Factory, they've got the urge to give. What do you want to say mm. to them? Um, I think what I want to say is, you know, I think all in this festive season where a lot of people celebrate giving gifts to family members, I, I just want to encourage people to give to somebody who has nothing. You know, whether it's one baby grow or a cash donation of 10 rand or of your time, we need volunteers to come with us into the hospitals to actually physically hand over the packs. We we try our best, um, most branches try our best also to go on Christmas Day to give to the babies, the Christmas babies, because mm-hmm. that's always like, you know, born on Christmas. Um, but we, um, in, in this festive season, you know, I think a lot of people are buying gifts for people who already have a lot. And I want to encourage people this year, try and buy a gift for somebody that you don't know mm. and, and pay it forward. You know, I've for Christmas, um, my girls, along with their Santa letters, are getting, I'm having a bag printed that I saw on Instagram two weeks ago that says, Dear Santa, um, please find in this bag 
some toys that you and clothes that you could please give to boys or girls that need it most. Mm. Love, Sienna and Erin. Mackenzie is a bit too small to do that. <laughs> and then what you do is you send this mm. bag with your letter to Santa. Right. And Santa will send the bag back to mommy and then next year you do the same thing. Right. You know, before you can um, receive, receive things you need to you give. You need to give. Yeah. I love that. Or just give. Because yes. we don't need to receive all the time. <laughs> no, or just gi- just give to yeah, just yeah. I mean, absolutely. You don't need to. You need don't need. To. I feel. You know what? I I love my family so much that I usually feel like I need nothing. Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't often ask for things because I I really I feel like I like there's not a lot that I need. I need mm. happiness and I need people to be kind. Mm. Um, I think that's yeah. That's what mm. I want. Mm. So I give with that intention. Mm. Um, to want that. I love your story. It's so mm. inspirational. <laughs> Amy, Diane, Westerman. So you can find The Grace Factory on their website. So check it out. Thegracefactory.co.za. How you can contribute. I love the packing days because they need the hands. Mm. But they also need the contributions. And I love how you say that if you have one or two baby girls, send it. You know what? Often... You've already given birth and you're already in month number six and you're not going to use the rest of those maternity pads. Just send it to mm. to them because they'll need it. They'll use it. Mm. Uh, I'm thinking of all the things that I've passed on to people and it is amazing. There's so mm. much. Do you want donations of like prams and things? We can, we can definitely use that um, because that's what because when we started we focused on children's homes right and our sh- we have changed our sh- uh, we've shifted our focus mm-hmm. more to maternity packs but we still do have the core group of children's homes that we do support mm-hmm. and those big items like the prams and the cots and the mm-hmm. compactums and those things um, we do give to the children's homes so oh, we, we we can definitely use them well this is season to be jolly tralalala Amy. You rock. <laughs> Good luck with breastfeeding. Thank When's you. When's your next feed? <laughs> when I get home <laughs> from fetching the kids from school. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so real. This was yeah. another Baby Brunch podcast. <laughs> My name's Ilana. Oh, Amy, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. <laughs>